0: What's up, what's up? Another week, another podcast. This is your favorite football podcast, the Football Academy. I'm here tonight with Braden and
1: Will. How's it going, boys? It's good. Uh, there's a lot going on. Let's not talk about Laney United ever again. And uh, let's talk about some uh, some Premier League.
2: I can't believe I almost died to watch that match last night. I put my life on the line to walk into a stadium full of idiots. And that happened. It's all right, though. Because it's Derby weekend, and I'm putting real money down. So let's go so I can talk about the horses at the end of the episode because you know what's going to happen.
0: Let's do it. Well, damn. Uh, Before we go into those horses, Brayden, do you want to give a rundown on how we're going to do the preview, sir?
1: Uh, Yeah, so every week uh, what we do is we take a look at all the matches. Uh, We have 100 virtual pod bucks, we call them, uh, to – Spend on each match in a three-way money line. Uh, we'll talk about the game. We'll talk about what we like. We'll talk about what we like as far as the bets and the lines and that sort of thing. And uh, hopefully give you some insights to kind of enjoy the game and and maybe make a little pod bucks, real dollars, Bitcoin, whatever you choose to uh, wager in.
0: Yeah, that. Hey, if you give me one Bitcoin worth of wins every weekend, that would be fucking amazing right now. But in Will, I trust, I think he can be the brainchild of something like that for this weekend. So let's get it started. Talking about, Will, two of your favorite teams, the Liverpool under-23s, a.k.a. Southampton, taking on Leicester City, at, who are at plus 105. Southampton are 245, draw at plus 270. Over-unders at two and a half. Will... Straight to you. These are two two managers you like very differently. So do you expect a good game? Do you expect Leicester to kind of come and show some domination? Or do you think your boy Danny Ng's got some uh, tricks up his sleeve?
2: Uh, I do expect a pretty decent match. Uh, like like you said, these are two managers I'm kind of fond of. Uh, obviously, Britton Rogers being him. Uh, and Hasan Huntel playing... Uh, You know what? I'm not going to go into the clock comparisons because that's just stupid. Either way, I like this matchup. I think it's going to be good. But I would be an idiot not to take this line and not to take Leicester. I think Leicester are the better side. I think they're going to walk out a pretty comfortable win. It's going to be a 3-1 because Southampton has to show up and prove that they are worth something. Damn it. But I don't see this Leicester team falling apart anytime soon. My little talk about the capitulation, I'm fucking swearing off that. I'm going to go ahead and take Leicester in this one
1: you know, I pretty much agree with that. And when I think of these games, especially as we get towards the end of the season, I, I try to consider what the motivation for all these teams is going to be. Uh, Cause like, there's a lot going on. Like some clubs uh, we'll get to later are going to be uh, clearly focusing on European competitions. Others are trying to save off relegation. Um, some trying to settle into European spots for next season. And like other teams don't really have a whole lot going on. And, I generally try to avoid the teams that don't have that much going on if they're playing a team with something to play for. Uh, Leicester are still working for a top-four spot. Southampton don't really have much to play for. You got a plus favorite at Leicester. Uh, really, everything points to Leicester in this match for me.
0: Yeah, I kind of have to agree with that. I think Leicester just are going to be a bit more, um, I guess, enthusiastic as far as this game goes. And overall, I mean they have more to lose by losing this game because they do have those big games towards the end of the season. So I think they'll want to take care of business. And at the end of the day, they also have the FA Cup final to play for, right? So they're going to go for it. And I think this is a game where they come up against a team who are. sadly like not very good at this stage of the season and talking about not very good kind of just rhymes with crystal palace at this point in the season they are coming in at plus 950 manchester city after an impressive win against psg coming at 315 draw at plus 400 over unders at two and a half if it was any other team that just had that performance against psg away from home i would say hey like should we consider they might slip up but Man City could literally roll a second 11 out there and still probably be better than Crystal Palace. Braden?
1: Yeah, I mostly agree with that. Um, I, I'm going to go with City for what you just talked about. They are a better team. Uh, they are going to be able to run out of team, even if they decide to rotate fully and, and roll like Zach Steffen in them out there. Uh, it's, it's still a very good squad and one you probably favor over Palace um, most days. Um, The only thing that I would maybe sanction, if you wanted to bet like a tenth of a unit on Palace in this because of the plus 950 and just you say, you know what, I think City are focused on PSG and the return leg and I'm just going to go with that. I'll, I'll sanction that, but, like, know what you're doing. Know that you're probably losing it and and bet small there, uh, in my opinion. So I'm going to City the, with this. I think they're just a better squad. They're going to – they should easily win this game.
2: The rotation will be in effect. We're going to get the B squad, which is anyone's fucking dream A squad. Uh, and I'm not going to sit here and ramble on about Crystal Palace. My feelings are very well known. I'm gonna take City in this one. I don't want to, but at this point, City's a fucking buzzsaw machine that cuts through things. Damn that analogy went off the rails fast. Um City's a machine and they're just gonna run through this palace team no matter who the fuck they trot out there. Um if you wanted to take the draw, I would understand it because you just don't if you're someone like me, you just don't want to bet on City, but even I have to like admit a broken rocks a broken clock is right at least two times a day but city's not a broken clock they're a tremendous machine and that means they're going to win again analogies a terrible night
0: you know i'm going to take palace in this game primarily because i think city are going to come in on a on a very high note after that psg win and they're gonna probably they quite possibly could be looking towards the second leg you know this probably is not on their uh very immediate uh, futures, and they played today on Wednesday night. Wednesday, and they have to play again Saturday. So I'm gonna give Palace all the chances I can and say, hey, let's try to do something in this game. Cause plus 950 is just too good a line. Probably should have taken a draw, but I remember when Andros Townsend scored a fucking absolute banger at uh, Eddie So I'm gonna pray for something like that from Wilfred Zaha. So. Let's carry on. Two teams that play some, in my opinion, some of the best football in England, taking on each other in Brighton and of Albion against Leeds United. Brighton at plus one twenty, Leeds at plus two twenty five, draw at plus two forty five, Over at two and two and a half. Well, I said last week that Leeds are going to concede and they're going to score a lot against Man United none of that should happen. Do you think this is a primed game where Brighton just don't score and Leeds probably put a couple past them? So we've been putting our trust in Brighton talking talk about we love the way they play football,
2: but they just can't put the ball in the back of the net. Leeds play a very exciting brand of football, uh, occasionally defensive foibles, but they tend to put the ball in the back of the net a whole bunch. Um, I think that Brighton does get off the snide and they start putting some ball into the back of the net but I think leads just have a tidbit more quality and they're on the upswing. I think they're going to outscore them. The thing I want to say is that over under, I feel like is not like take the over is what I'm going to say. That'll be my like side thing. I think that over is going to, because I think this will be a nice high scoring affair that Leeds run out winning. So I'm going to go ahead and take leads. Brighton will find a way to get some goals. They probably will not continue that going forward, but three, two something nice, but I take leads. Wishful thinking.
1: I I see Lee or I see Will's falling into the trap of believing Brighton are going to score this time. Um, I've done that a lot this season. Uh, It doesn't happen. They, they just don't (laughs) score They they look like they're going to adult. Um, That said, so on the earlier fixture between these two teams, uh, Brighton won one nil and were a pretty convincing uh, winner in that one. And I'm looking at this Leeds team and the the defensive solidity that I think they, they showed specifically against United. Um, but even even before that, I think that they had shown that they were a little bit better there than they had looked at some points in the season. I'm not sure what to make of it. Part of me thinks this game was a really good letdown spot for Leeds after they played uh, in a big match historically for them. They came out, they put it all on the line that sort of thing. And I wonder if they're going to be able to get up for this one in quite the same way. Uh, Brighton while pretty much out of relegation fight, still do kind of, it would be better if they could get a couple more points and just put a little bit more distance there. Uh, so I'm going to go with Brighton. I, I think that it's like will said, you should expect a lot of goals in this, but I don't think a lot of goals are coming in this. Um, <laughs> I could see another one nil win for Brighton. I could see one one, uh, but I'm going to go with Brighton. I, I think that they'll put it together uh, to to see this game out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of have to go with Will in this situation where I think leads are just going to be the they're a bit more clinical. I think Patrick Bamford at the end of the day scores a bit more than uh, I mean, not a bit more. They're clearly on XG. They're a lot more clinical. Compared to the number of goals that they score. So maybe there's a letdown, but I also think Bielsa does not, he wants to end the season on a high, in my opinion. And for what it's worth, like they've had a good season. Like, and, you know, they're all the players probably want to make sure they get a shot at going to their European uh, or other continental cups for the summer. So I do think Leeds are going to go out there and probably win three. No. In my opinion, Uh, moving on to a big London derby, Chelsea taking on Fulham. Chelsea at minus two one five, Fulham at plus six fifty, draw at plus three thirty five. Brayden, they should be a perfect letdown spot for Chelsea. Talk like after the, I guess a decent result against Real Madrid after a very good performance. I'd say.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's what they were looking for against Real Madrid. They they got an away goal, so I think that they're generally going to be pretty pleased with that um I, so yes it's a decent enough letdown spot yes fulham are desperate but chelsea also need this to try to clinch top four i know they can still get there through winning the champions league uh, to get entry in for next year but they're going to want to do it through league position and not leave it up to to that one match and i it's tough for me to look past Chelsea in this game. I don't think Fulham really have what it, it's going to take to to beat Chelsea here. Um, weird weird things have happened. I mean, West Brom obviously had Chelsea's number this year, uh, but I, I, I think this is going to be Chelsea, and I, I don't think it's going to be a particularly tight game.
2: I kind of racked my brain with this one because I – because I want Chelsea to have another one of those whack-a-doodle moments where they just lose in a way that you could not predict. Mostly because it's fun for me to watch that sort of thing unfold on television. Um, but this Chelsea team has shown a little bit more quality over the past couple weeks. And I kind of have to go with them in this. I hope Fulham gives them a fight, but this Chelsea team looked as finally... They're finally starting to find their footing, I would think. So I'm going to go with Chelsea in this. I ain't really happy about it, but it seems like the safe
0: bet. I mean, I'm going to go with Chelsea in this situation as well. I think they some of the players who probably did not play are going to come out and show their class. And Fulham just look lost at this point. I don't really see any hope for them. Uh, moving on to the next game, Everton taking on Aston Villa. Everton at minus 105 Villa, plus 280, draw it, plus 260. Over-unders at two and a half. Will, you bet on Everton last week. They It paid off, thanks to Leno. How do you feel about this weekend?
2: I can't do it two weeks in a row, man. I just can't. Like,
0: on my own soul, I can't do it.
2: Um. Everton have had their moments of inconsistency. And I know that was a fluky win last week. So it's not like they're carrying in some like, Oh, we did. Like they are carrying in some sort of inflated ego. They're just coming in as fucking Everton. And you know what? It's time for fucking Everton to be fucking Everton. So I'm going to take Villa, even though like they don't have half their squad. I'm just going to go out on a limb and hope that it works out because honestly, I can't fucking bet for Everton the weekend that we play Manchester United and I may make a dumb bet later. So I got to fucking keep my pride somehow. So fuck it. Let's go Villa.
1: Yeah. I mean, I haven't really been impressed with Villa here recently. I wasn't impressed with Everton against us uh, the weekend before I, I, Arsenal mostly, well, not even Arsenal, Leno mostly gave uh, that game uh, to Everton in that. And so I don't know. I, even with, uh, villa's injuries and that sort of thing i still think they're like moderately dangerous um i know they're on a really bad run of form with really only beating fulham in the last like six seven matches or so um so i'm gonna go with the draw i don't think that either team is really gonna be good enough to put the other away and uh they're gonna let each other hang around in this match and so i kind of think it's a good spot um to pick a draw from two teams that I think are generally pretty even, even if Everton might edge them based on injuries here recently.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have to kind of go along with that. I'm going to go with the draw as well. I think Everton could score. Uh, I think Ben Godfrey and company might do something, but Eddie, uh, not Ben Godfrey, sorry. Do- Dominic Calvert Lewin and company might do something.
1: I was going to say but- center back goals is a bold call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, but I mean, I talk about Yir and Mina all the time, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, like, w- kind of what I'm trying to say is, like, even if Jack Rudish comes back in this game, like, I don't think this is the best game for him, while somebody like Dominic Havrelewine might be able to take advantage of the situation. So, overall, I'm going to go with the draw. I think Everton have not given me enough to, like, bet on them when they're not plus favorites. I'm going to put it that way. Uh, moving on to the next game, Newcastle United taking on Arsenal. Newcastle at plus 295, Arsenal at minus 110, draw at plus 280, over is at two and a half. Hopefully, Arsenal's coming off a big Villarreal win, a, a big win against Villarreal. And do you think this will be a perfect letdown spot at that point, Brain? Um,
1: I don't. Uh, Newcastle will be missing their best player, uh, so I don't think that um, they're really going to pose – that much of a problem for an Arsenal squad here. I, that said like this Arsenal squad can look pretty toothless at times. So I, I'd monitor injuries after, uh, after the match and kind of see who plays, who sits that sort of thing. Because I, if we have to trot out like in in that such again, that might be tricky, but I expect Arsenal to take care of business here in this game.
2: This is the, the dumbass bet of the week because I'm gonna go out in my fucking shield. Hashtag situational talent. I'm taking Newcastle.
0: I'm gonna go with Newcastle in this situation as well, to be honest, because I, I just I just don't know if the Arsenal players have the motivation to play in a league game right now. I think there's absolutely nothing going in, and Newcastle are they're still not safe. If that makes sense, you know, like they they're they look good right now, and probably a win does it. So I think they're they could do something and Arsenal after Europe league tired legs going to be the excuse I'm going to give for the next team as well. So, you know, not going to harp on that too much. Moving on to the next game, the, In my eyes, it's still the biggest game in England. I don't know if it anymore is considered the biggest game in England by most fans. Manchester United taking on Liverpool. Man United plus 185. Liverpool coming away to Old Trafford favorites, a plus 145. Draw at plus 250. over is at two and a half. Will, how are you feeling, my man?
2: The feeling right now is so weird because there's a part of me that has listened to everything they said after the last match and sees a team that could come out here and get smoked just because they're downtrodden. and Don't feel themselves. There's also a part of me that feels this team could be fired up as shit and come out and blow the brakes off this. And it's a really great game. The thing to consider about that is that Manchester United currently are about as complete as a team can be. That's not named city like, and we're running into that at your second furries. All that being said, all the analysis, all the bullshit, I just said, I got to be a straight douchebag this weekend and just be a homer. I'm going with Liverpool, not just because of the line, but just because I want something, God damn it. And if we're not going to go to the Champions League, if we're going to fucking jerk off into the wind all fucking season, then let's just beat the people who we want to fucking beat. Let's have something to yell about. Let's have something to sing about. Show up. Play. I could give two shits what you do next weekend. Just show some heart here, and that might make me feel just a tidbit better. So I'm going to take fucking Liverpool with full knowledge that we're probably going to – the result's probably going to be shitty either way for me. Fuck it. Kiss the flag. Let's fucking go. Up the fucking rise.
1: Right. Yeah, so this is a hard game for me to to think about what's going to happen because – Liverpool in general, I think, right now are just very difficult to project match to match. Uh, I do kind of think this is a match they'll be up for. I think they'll be ready to play for it. Um, but I, I also think that this is a a game that United's going to match them. And I know that they've got Europa League. I'm not really concerned about that for this game. I Maybe if it was after the second uh, Europa League match maybe but I, I think guys find the legs for a game like this and, and it will affect more the the next Europa League game than it will for this one so um, to me I'm gonna go with a draw though I think these two teams even when they're playing at their best I think they're pretty even and I think that both teams will be reasonably pleased with that um, so I, I'm gonna go with a draw
0: you know, fuck it, I want to put money on Man United. What is happening? Uh, you know what, Th- that is probably the most unlikely result in this game uh, because I think, as you said, Europa League, at the end of the day, whether you finish second or third at this point, I think the point was made about United being a good team. And I think United also wants to win a trophy. So I, I you'll see the Brunos, the Maguires, and everybody play in that game. Which is going to make it very difficult for a game like this. So I, and if we are not on top of our game, Liverpool has a whole week to rest, pretty much. Um, I, I think they will come out better, and they'll probably win the game. But it's Man United against Liverpool, and I'm gonna go with Man United. Like, if there's one game the boys need to turn up for, it's fucking this. I don't give a fuck if it's Charlie McNeil playing up there. I just want a good fucking performance. Like, that's all I'll say. Same. Not going to lie, though. We're we're probably going to get smacked, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, Moving on to the next game, you've got... Don't really know what to make of this fucking game, to be honest, man. Tottenham taking on Sheffield United. Tottenham a minus 325. Sheffield United plus 1,000 the draw, plus 450. Over there's a three. I mean, I understand Sheffield are bad, but, like, Spurs are not that good. Could be given that kind of a line.
1: Yeah, I mean, I... Well, there's a lot to take in here. So you generally would think they... Well, all right, let me back up. We talk about Sheffield and the last match and how it looked like, yeah, they finally kind of played a little bit loose and went out and, and won a game. Good for them. I don't think that carries over here. I, I think you go back and you see the kind of... The same Sheffield we saw earlier, earlier in the season that just kind of plods around isn't going to be able to score a goal and uh, I was really going to struggle against the Spurs team uh, that said like Spurs I, I I don't know what to make of this situation just in general like you've got a manager who like, used to play with most of these guys I don't know it, it just seems like Spurs in general are a, a mess and I there's a lot that could go wrong there. And so I can't blame anyone for not wanting to take uh, minus three twenty five on Spurs. Uh, This to me, this is a perfect spot to take a small bet allocation and, and go with Sheffield at plus 1000. But uh, given the way we're currently doing things with putting a hundred on each game, I'm going to go with Spurs because I do think they're the better team. And I, I don't think that Sheffield are going to really put it together
2: this game, man. If like, I completely understand what you're saying. If it was a dollar, I'd like, I want to put that dollar down on Sheffield. Cause I feel like I don't trust this Spurs team and I don't trust the Sheffield team. I've made this catering joke a thousand times and I should stick by it. But you know what? I don't think I can. So even if it's going to be a hundred bucks, I think I'm going to take this fucking thousand plus 1000 line and put it on Sheffield. I this Spurs team is a cacophonous mess, and I don't know if a dude who is roughly the same age as me, no offense to my age, but I do He's know younger. Shit. Oh, oh, I'm older than he is? Yeah, give me that plus 1,000. Well, he's like, barely I don't older shit.
0: than me. He's barely uh, older I, than me.
2: I'm, I'm 33 years old and I don't know shit. Give me Sheffield United. <laughs> it's fine. I'll take that hit if it doesn't pay out, but you know what? It may work out for me. Yeah, I get
1: that. I mean, there's a pathway to Sheffield winning this match for sure.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I know like we might not believe in Ryan Mason as a manager and whatnot, but at the end of the day, like City are going to be embarrassed after that cha- after that FA. I, I was going to say Champions League final, uh, the FA Cup final. Oh, not FA Cup. Fuck the League oh. Cup final. <laughs> like there goes my priority list of fucking trophies out there. You also said like, City. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> City would probably be embarrassed To have shared that field That was a pretty ho- horrifying Horrifying performance for a final But uh, As far as Tottenham goes I think they're going to come out bouncing in this They have to uh, And like I know Kane said something controversial I believe where he like kind of said Winning the player of the year for in The London player player association or something player of the year was you know this is all good but i'd rather be in a winning team and whatnot so i think he wants to come out and kind of put in a performance sheffield and are relegated they're gonna be free but i think spurs are just the better team at the end of the day and you're gonna see canes the Sons, kind of just release their frustrations because this is one game they can and i mean if you're 29 years old at ryan mason like and you managed to get Europa Conference League for your club. Like, that that's a very good achievement, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and I was also going to say, like, in this game, Ryan Mason doesn't have to be, like, the greatest tactician yeah. in the world. Like, all he has to do is say, yeah, you guys are better. Like, just go be better than them.
2: <laughs> yeah. I played with you guys. Um, y'all good. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> y'all know what I can do. Go ahead and do
0: it. Yeah, tell Bale. And go earn some money out there without playing golf for once. Um, moving on to the penultimate game of the weekend, West Brom taking on Wolverhampton Wanderers. West Brom at plus two ten, Wolves at plus one four five, the draw at plus two one five. Over/under is at two and a half. I I will say after that 4-0 thrashing from Burnley the line feels a little disrespectful towards West Brom because they have also shown the tendency of being able to score goals in the recent weeks.
2: There is a very strong part of me that does want to take West Brom. I feel like West Brom puts bunches of goals together in matches against opponents they shouldn't. It's a thing they do. Um, Part of me wants to take Wolves because I feel like Wolves are going to get a little bit hot under the collar after that last game, come out a little bit, uh, probably a little more aggressive but the draw is a plus two fifteen, and that's, what's going to earn me the most money. So I'm going to go with the draw because I want to win.
1: Yeah. For me, I, I just haven't been impressed with wolves here recently. Like I just, they've kind of put together a few results here and there. They've slipwalked through the, the Burnley match. I West Brom still have, the tiniest little bit to play for until they get relegated. I think Sam can get that out of them. Uh, So I'm going to go with West Brom. I think this is a match they can win. I think Wolves are vulnerable. I think that, you know, you could see Wolves and their young kids go out and score some goals and all that sort of thing. But uh, to be honest, I just really haven't seen that overall. And I I think you're going to see a hungrier West Brom team go out and uh, go and take it to them.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with that as well. I think West Brom are gonna be a team that, you know, they need the result at the end of the day, more so than Wolves, and that's where you're gonna see the little bit more of a fight from West Brom towards the end, in my opinion. All right, moving on to the last game, you've got Burnley, you've got West Ham, the two jerseys that literally almost look the same. Uh, Burnley at plus 235, West Ham at plus 115, draw at plus 250, over and a two and a half. I mean, the loss against Chelsea is kind of shameful. The record, they get taken away. Um, he's going to be back. But do you think now it's all about trying to get the fifth spot and trying to get Europa League? Or do you think uh, West West Ham's about to kind of lose their way and leave way for Liverpool to take the Europa League spot.
1: West Ham really are just a better overall team. I know West Ham are dealing with some injuries. I know that they're starting to fade a little bit, but I do think that they're a team that's going to look at a match like this and say, you know, we're, we've come all this way defied a lot of expectations went way ahead of where anyone expected us to be this year. And let's just go out and try to win another game and see how long we can just keep doing this. And even if you keep winning games, you can end up on the right side of them and and have the Europa league champions league spot that you're looking for. And so I think Western are going to be looking to get three points here because uh, if they really want to have any chance of champions league, like you got to get three points in this game, you got to get three points from Burnley. Uh, so I'm going to go with West Ham. They're a better team overall, and I they, they should handle Burnley without that much
2: trouble. Uh, Burnley, played a, Burnley played a blinder last weekend, but I don't think that trend continues here. I think West Ham stepped back up. I think West Ham to hear the points. I think they have bigger and better things to play for, and I think they really understand that if they can put their noses down with their injuries and everything, they can go ahead and like properly do this. So i foresee them coming out putting on a strong performance burnley will show up and they will play better than the, the nonsense i've described them with but this is still a west ham whim when also to speak to sapoon's point at some point i will not be able to tell them apart one's going to look like the away and one's going to like home and i'm not going to figure it out unless burnley have some strange third kit that i don't know about
0: man i i, I just don't think this is this is where jesse lingard sh- sh- shines I think at the end of the day, without Antonio, without the players that they're missing, I don't know how they win the game. I, I'm going to go for a draw because overall, I just don't trust in West Ham when I I know that the opponent's not going to give you space. They're not going to give you a whole bunch of, you know, a to maneuver and you're not going to have your best player in terms of Declan Rice. He might be back, but even then you're missing Antonio as well. So I just think this will be a bridge too far for West Ham and uh, Liverpool making their way back towards a Europa League position. So uh, that is it from us tonight. Those are the games for this weekend. It should be a very good weekend, in my opinion. United Liverpool, always a cracking weekend, whenever that is. And hopefully the game lives up to the billing. On that note, hope both our teams do well tomorrow in the Europa League. I hope our NFL teams are making us happy in our NFL drafts. And everybody, stay safe. Atlanta United's going to be open for everybody very soon. So hope to see a lot of you there. Cheers.
2: Hidden Stash, Rock Your World, Midnight Bourbon, book it for the Derby, baby.